Margie Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. Oh, dude, you look sweet. Yeah, you got a big beard, dude. Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. Throw out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Me and my best friend, Marky Worthington. No, whatever it is. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 106 with return guest on the show i think second at least second third probably time it's the fourth yeah yeah three in the past one now we're living in the present it is jack taylor hey guys how you doing there it is um jack i have to give full disclosure to Mm. you and the viewers so this is going to be a very special episode because it is currently just before nine thirty in the morning, we're mm-hmm. recording this mm-hmm. on the first of January, twenty twenty four. Yes, because you're visiting, and what better chance to do a podcast when you're in town? Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. I'm always keen. Always keen for some podcasts. I mean, I woke you up not but fucking five minutes ago, but and we're doing this shit. And uh, I also have to give full disclosure. I have had, and there's my sleep tracker, one hour and thirty three minutes of sleep wow you must be living off coffee um yeah coffee caffeine is (laughs) your blood now it's uh yeah so um with a very fine people will get to experience this slowly grind to a halt with over the next 45 minutes um but we um do actually we did have time to prepare for this well i did i i got some um content ready for later in the show when you were last on the show we did a few uh reddit am i the asshole mm-hmm. questions i have two pearlers there ready for later in the show okay but for people that haven't listened to the previous previous episodes i usually do um like um advice questions with you because throughout my entire life and to give the background jack mm-hmm. and i grew up together in, down the south coast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. many years ago yeah and um he was the level-headed friend that i knew that would tell me no matter how much it would like even if it meant that i was in the wrong you would tell me the rightful answer to like who like was in the wrong in the question which i feel like is selfish for me not to share that with the internet (laughs) fair enough (laughs) yeah the, the the people of reddit just get the um the the experience that i've had like pre-read it <laughs> um but yeah it's like no matter what the situation is it's just like you, you everyone's got to have that one mate that like can just straight up tell you like no nah, dude like you definitely did the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gotta tell you the truth can't lie to you yeah well i mean in the long term it's better than just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah um so um yeah and and the other thing too is it's like all encompassing because it's not just i went to you to advise for advice i also would get you to read shit because i'm like bad at comprehension so it's just like reddit is reading and advice reddit advice (laughs) it's like all in one thing it's like all the things that i needed you to help me with in one episode (laughs) yeah um yeah the reading thing at school so if anyone remembers when you know i don't actually think they do this in schools now even like i think for this exact reason because for people like me that can't read for shit Mm. reading does help get better at reading right Mm. but if you're not good at reading i tell you what doesn't make you get better at it reading out loud to a classroom exactly <laughs> with the pressure it's just like oh yeah you want to learn to drive a car well we're just gonna put you in bathurst 1000 yeah. but you're just gonna be in like a non-race car and you're just gonna be like there while everyone's trying to race mm-hmm. doing your own thing doing your own thing that was me um so yeah i remember we'd always sit next to each other and like it would come to my turn to read and i'd be like counting the paragraphs like before and know which one i was going to land on it's like a paragraph each Mm -hmm. so i'd like pre-read it 
get mm. halfway through, fuck it up, and just be like, and take it away, Jack. Like, it was like an <laughs> MC for your reading. Like, I was the warm-up act. Like, all right, I'll read the first sentence, and away we go. <laughs> and away we go. Well, you know, I liked reading. You did read a lot. I, I listen to audiobooks now. Mm. Um, I haven't listened to an audiobook as well recently. Yeah. Have you have you listened to The Lord of the Rings by Andy Serkis? No. Andy Serkis goes hard. I can only imagine actually trying to read it would be fucking a lot less um, immersive for me because, like, I would spend longer trying to, like, read it than live it. Mm. Andy Serkis, he does a different voice for every character and he just he gets right into it. He's the guy who played, you know, Gollum and Smeagol and he's been in a bunch of mocap stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and big Lord of the Rings fan. So when he gets on the the voice thingy, he he goes hard. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like listening to it, you're like, oh, yeah, you're right in there. It's so, it's so um, refreshing when the audio book isn't just an afterthought. Like, mm. they actually put time into it. Mm. I, over my time list, I've listened to probably about 30 audiobooks um, in the, over the last three months. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, I really go through them because I finally caught up on all my podcasts. So now, like, I just listen to new episodes and of podcasts. And when I have no new podcasts to listen to, I just listen to, like, another few chapters of the audiobook that I'm listening to yeah. at the time. yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, I've listened to a couple that were just like, you know, like they didn't, they didn't sort of pre, when they wrote the book, it wasn't like with the thought that it would also be an audio book. Mm. So I think sometimes when people write a book and they know it's, there's going to be an audio version, they will also like take that in consideration when writing it. Hmm. So they'll make it easier for like, you know, for quoting people's voices and stuff like that. Like, so that the person reading the book can actually have the foresight to like change their voice for that character or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then... And some people just, they phone it in. Like the some of the voice actors are good, but some of them are just like, they dramatic reading they're just reading it they don't dr dramatic reading they're just um reading it in general you know yep. what i'm saying they're just droning on mm -mm. yeah there's not a lot of change in tone a lot of not a lot editing, of voices editing in it like there'll be like a like a word that they fuck up and you just hear like the the tone changes in mm. their voice whereas like the andy circus voice he gets like real into it in fast paced ones. He's, he's, he's going at the, at the microphone. He's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. and then slow things. He's like, he slows down and he starts yeah. talking and you can tell like he's put a lot of effort into <laughs> matching the tone of the book. Yeah. Okay. Very exciting book. That is cool. And, and I think also, um, sometimes authors are not necessarily the per the right person to read their own book. Mm. Um, although it is cool sometimes to hear the person reading their own words because it's natural. Like, I like that when it's, like, autobiographies and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I read, uh, um, I've listened, I mostly listen to, like, autobiographies and, like, um, um, like, crime stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I find that sometimes the author isn't always the best person to read their own book unless it's like an autobiography. Mm. Um, but there was one where um, the dude was, there was, a, there was a, not the guy that wrote the book, but um, the audio book was read by this dude that was like changing the voice, but for like, but like slightly for different people in the book. Mm. And I remember there's one bit in there where um, he's like describing a sex scene, but he like puts on the voice of the chick to like try and like add some pizzazz to it. And it's just so funny because just this like raspy voice dude just going like, she's just like, lay me down in the grass. And then he just <laughs> keeps reading, but he's got that same dude's voice. And he's, 
He's just like, nah, I'd prefer it on the picnic blanket. Like, he's like, he's like, what the fuck? This dude just fucking reading both characters in the book. <laughs> but he's doing the higher pitch for the chick. It's like, sounds more like he's mocking her. <laughs> no, not a great voice actor then. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is one particular voice actor that does a lot of the, like, crime ones, crime related. He did uh, Chopper Reed's books, mm. and he did, like, a few other, like, um, you know, like, um, kind of that underworld, sort of, like, underbelly figures, that, oh, yeah, like, yeah. S- stories on those, and they were pretty good. It's so funny when you're just sitting there, living your best life, just fucking, like, at work, listening to, like, Chopper Reed's book about how he, you know, like, would, like... Um, like intimidate people and like bash people in jail and all this shit and you're just like doing your fucking job while you're just listening to <laughs> like stories that are like brutal <laughs> there was a really fucked up bit in that book Jopper Reed in his book had the had a bit about they were going to like just like brand this dude on on the wrist mm. but they heated up the iron so much as like an intimidation thing that they just went straight through through his like, wrist because there's like mostly in that section mm. is um in the wrist section is held together with more like it's more heavily reliant on like muscle and that sort of shit mm. like the the bone is just really like encased by all the like shit that holds it together yeah and he must have just got it in like the right spot like on the joint and just straight through but it like instantly cauterized it so the dude like save his hand off yeah but this is the literally but this is the best part about it Mm. they then had to act like they like weren't shocked by it like because they're trying to intimidate (laughs) this dude so like yeah and we'll do the other one too (laughs) holy fuck you're right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, there's some pretty good stories. I, I heard that um, some of the um, some of the content from uh, audio book, mm. like you. So there's people that have done like um, a whole series of a podcast on one audio book mm. just because of how much is crammed in, like like a movie, right? You watch a movie one scene that it take the time it takes you to watch that one scene is like a split second but to describe that scene in a book could be a whole chapter if you wanted it to be yeah 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 for sure i i um i've just woken up i got no responses (laughs) this is fucking good Um, (laughs) it's it's, i i do you remember it's when we were in high school the yeah. library had all of its favorite sections right like yeah, yeah, yeah like you had your fantasy section and like you i remember even like um you, i remember that you were like basically just working your way through yeah or yeah. like you're you basically were trying to read the whole library by the end of school never succeeded no too many you would have got some good reads out of it though there were some decent books there yeah um and especially i used to love about halfway anyone listening to this that still goes to maria high school or whatever there's a um there's like a section there where like there's um encyclopedias that were like from the 90s so you just pull out like something and just open it up and be like i remember when we thought that was the most current information (laughs) <laughs> to be fair there's computers right next to that now so like they're more yeah. of just an aesthetic um yeah it, or there's like the photography book with the tits in it everyone's just like fucking like all right like you get you some 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 like senior kid would just be like all right go over to the photography section there's a little blue book it's a5 size not very thick maybe like 40 pages page 23 
thank me later. <laughs> just like a, the, like the, like a side boob with a bit of nip. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, this was pre-internet. We're all pretty pretty excited by Eddie boobs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. These yeah. days, it's like, oh, if I want that, just Google done. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Then there's like the National Geographic with like the random fucking like, <laughs> <laughs> you just open it up and like, ah, world titties. I'm a man of the, of the, of the, of the world now. A man of culture. <laughs> <laughs> I say you're a man of culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, we, um, I remember what I was getting to was there was a few good fantasy books there. And one of the um, guys a couple years older was like this particular author, just just for the, the fuck of it, just like read like the first bit of one of his books and just listen to how he describes things. Hmm. He had a whole chapter that started like this so like not word for word but he says that he walks outside and um he sees that there's only like one leaf left on the tree like in autumn it's like mm. the final leaf to fall it's how like in bugs life they knew the grasshoppers were coming mm. and um not really but that's how, you, how they know i like i like bugs life um Hit me with any Bugs Life trivia, I'll fucking... <laughs> anyway, um, I'll be... If, if who wants to be a millionaire was only Bugs Life question, dude, I'd fucking be a millionaire. <laughs> Bugs Life was good, but I'm more about ants, man. Ants was awesome. Yeah, also it accurately described, like, um, our dynamic in high school. You're, like, the strong dude, and I was, like, the fucking... The other ant. I liked the strong dude. Yeah. It was fun. He, like, saves the dude's ass. Oh, but then he gets his head. He saves off. the entire colony. He picks up the entire colony. Remember that at the oh, end? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's just genetics, dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just got to pick up the entire colony. They're, they're just, yeah. The, the, um, the, when they're born, they're assigned, like, worker or soldier. Yeah. Yeah. But how would you know whether the... Maybe it isn't genetics. Like, they're just get stronger if they become a soldier just feed them feed them the right feed way. them more mm. yeah the old special gang training the regiment queen. wait they don't gangbang the queen do they no no like obviously not in the kids movie but in real life right the queen has like a specific few that aren't she only mates with is that no no um they only need to make the ants guy yeah they, they only really need to mate once they've got a special um organ inside their body that holds the sperm for the rest of their lives what yeah holy shit they only mate once all all their children are all female except when it comes time for uh nuptial flights is what they call them where they have the the male ones and the female like new royals and then they fly off whoa yeah. bug talk <laughs> <laughs> i actually know a lot about ants yeah. <laughs> that's your trains <laughs> it, it is it, ants is my trains i'm a i'm an ant guy <laughs> freaking love ants what's your favorite species oh uh, um it's called the sugar ants here in australia um i think its actual term is the banded carpenter ant it's a big one it's about yeah big the one with the, the brown camera. legs yeah yeah brown body but black head and black uh what's the butt called it's not the abdomen i think it's the thorax one of those okay anyway black head and black butt but uh brown middle and it's it's a big ant yeah and it's quite friendly very rarely bites good eating <laughs> no no they don't taste like sugar at all oh. they just really like sugary treats oh fuck like me yeah it don't taste like sugar i just like it <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly you know they're, they're a good ant. interesting it so because i remember this started like well before i met you the the fascination of like ants and insects and shit yeah yeah because i think one of the first times i ever like had a proper conversation with you 
it was when you were like trying to capture um ant liners oh ant lines yeah, yeah ant lines. i love those things well it's where you just like they have like because i thought that in the sand it was like where raindroplets had fallen like off a gutter or something and created like a little dip in the sand yeah turns out there's a thing in that yeah um some of them are for raindrops but some of the ones that are like either bigger or just they look really too smooth will often have the little dude in them dude i call them little dudes they're they're actually this guy's not fucking human i I just i think i read the other day that they're a a nymph they're they're not a nymph a larvae stage okay like they actually turn into something they evolve yeah but the thing they turn into sucks and it dies quickly um but the little version is like you know an excellent killer of things yeah yeah and it stays as that for like years and years and years and years and then it turns in the other thing for like one week and it dies oh that sucks yeah no but the 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 small stage that thing is awesome yeah yeah that's that's funny as fuck line so like how bad would it suck if you're like oh like this is i'm living a good life this is like everything's going so good they probably don't have like minds like that Mm. but like imagine if they thought like us they're just oh just sitting in me hole waiting for something to walk past me little trap that i made like (laughs) so funny to think that insects have like a human thought pattern (laughs) they're like oh fuck it's like you know it takes me forever to walk from here to there but that human just does it in one step like they don't think like that they just mm. focus on i think um ants have autism <laughs> <laughs> they're just very task orientated and they don't deviate from that the, you know? they are very task orientated one of the ants are probably like the least <laughs> selfish animal in existence they will happily give up their lives for the rest of the the colony yeah bees are similar bees bees like you know they'll defend the colony they'll stab you and then die they're like it's worth it oh fuck yeah yeah bees but wasps they're selfish they like oh so wasps assholes <laughs> yeah they're the assholes of the, the, the wasps are like am i the asshole I, I don't. yes yes you are yes you are wasp. <laughs> i mean they're very cool but they're assholes yeah yeah i've um i think that the only reason that we're not like like the reason that other things aren't at the top of the chain is because we're just like so fucking smart compared to everything else but when you like break it down like from like a biological level we're fucking so shit compared to like a lot of animals that's actually interesting though because humans have one advantage over every other animal we are the best marathon runners on the planet we cannot be beaten Hmm. we will outpace anything over a distance back in our ancestors times um the way we'd often when we're hunting is we'd just run the thing down until it got tired eventually they get tired and they give up and we just outpace them forever they still do this in um certain parts of the world they have uh i remember reading about the other day a marathon where it's people versus horses and then it's like i think it's like 30 miles or so yeah and it's bloody close and oftentimes the people win and these are like modern humans they're they're not as fit or as strong as our ancestor humans yeah imagine those neanderthal dudes will run yeah yeah 14 hours a day and it's just because of the way our bodies are built we disperse heat really well um so we don't overheat like a lot of other animals when we're running we can just keep a jog going for literally hours on hours on hours and we will outpace just about anything on the planet persistence persistence we are the best persistent runners on the planet maybe it's because we like um have foresight to like know that there's a goal oh that could be part of it too like we know that if we keep doing this it will like be rewarded Mm. whereas most things just most other animals just rely on like instant decisions like i need to just escape danger without any thought of long game so they probably burn themselves up too early you reckon yeah 
like a deer would be like oh shit run quickly overheat 10 minutes later the humans are back on top of them and they're like oh shit run again for those 10 minutes later the humans back on top of them for those listening to the audio version jack did the terminator 2 liquid metal man run <laughs> no actually thank you for bringing that up i love the story behind that okay so terminator 2 that guy i can't remember his name to is the t-1000 that's his full name <laughs> the actor when they were filming it there's a scene when they're in the underground parking lots right mm. and john jumps on a motorbike and rides off yeah that actor kept catching him he was too fast oh they had to ask him to slow down he's an actually a fantastic sprinter Fuck. and they're like you gotta slow down because the motorbike can't outpace you. Oh, <laughs> John can't. Run. He he he'd run him down, and they'd have to refilm it. Oh shit! So yeah. he literally was like, um, they said like overkill. Yeah, they're like, like you got to sprint, you got to run as hard as you can, and, and and chase after him. He's like, okay, cool. Fucking caught him. <laughs> then, then That's like, so fucked, dude. That means that now the machines know that, and um they know that like when they do actually have to go back and kill john connor that like that dude can do it that dude can the do it. actual actor yeah the actual now actor. becomes a target for really actually becoming a terminator because that like like we want this yeah guy. we we heard that you played as someone that like could do this yeah and we know you can outrun a motorbike so the, the like fucking skynet already knows now that that dude oh we just ruined that guy's life <laughs> no that that dude is a cool I'll tell you dude a, another cool um another cool fact about that movie mm. so later in the movie i love terminator 2 i got like a bunch of great movie yeah, yeah. one of the best sequels ever mm. um absolutely yeah so um there's a scene when they're busting sarah connor out of the nut house yeah yeah um and the um and she snaps the key off in the lock so they can't like get through yeah and he's like approaching them and everyone's like trying to get through but the the key's been snapped off and the mm. dude's like panicking yeah well um then like liquid metal dude he like walks up to it and just like goes through the bars mm. that's actually improv it was meant to be open but he's like i'm a liquid metal dude i can just go through it and they left it in the final <laughs> <laughs> no you bloody well did it <laughs> you had me going there for a sec i was like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then like he, he just went through it. i'm like no like, wait no. i'm a liquid metal dude keep rolling i'll just go through the fucking thing <laughs> i would have believed he'd walked into the bars just like <laughs> how funny would have it been to try and film that like they're just like all right push your face up as hard as you can <laughs> yeah we'll let the computer do the rest <laughs> um no nah, but there's so many good little like bits from that hmm. um i tried to find like um not main characters from that movie to to like see if i can like get them to do my podcast yeah i had a sad realization mm. most of the actors from the bikey bar at the start mm. are dead now <laughs> literally like oh that was all their first big movie and they're all like passed away between the last 10 and 15 years yeah well the movie is bloody old now uh 91 91 yeah yeah so but a lot of those dudes were like um already in their 50s yeah, and yeah, 60s yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah and 90s 50s too so that's like a modern 65 yeah th that's true because back in the 90s a lot of smoking a lot of alcohol especially your body be falling apart especially if you have the aesthetic that could be chosen to play as like the dude in a bikey bar yeah you're gonna look rough yeah so the guy that um put the cigar out on him at the start mm. died like three years later 
<laughs> oh, wow. The guy with the shotgun, can't let you take the man's wheels, son. Mm. Died in like 2013. Uh, yeah. But there is hope. There is a young... There is a... Uh, I was like, oh, I know who I can get as the, um, like, try and climb the ladder to get on the, like, a video call on the podcast. You know the ginger friend? Yeah. But it turns out he was like a child actor before that movie. So he's like actually one of the few people where Terminator 2 wasn't necessarily his biggest movie because he was in like a full like TV series when he was a kid growing uh, up. Yeah. So they a lot of people recognize him from that as well. Um, yeah, I've got a John Connor shirt actually um you were wearing it yesterday yeah, yeah i have a specific it's not a terminator 2 shirt it's a john connor shirt yeah and they put so much attention to detail into it that even the tag says she's not my mother todd <laughs> like that's just all that the tag says on it and then underneath is the washing instructions like they're just every down to the last detail has like quotes from the movie on it that's pretty awesome i like when people put time and effort into something they produce unlike um this fucking podcast so um speaking of some actual production value because i think it's been Actually. it's been a great um warm-up conversation so far how are you feeling you feeling more awake ready to go um actually i'm about to sneeze <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> smash well, cut done <laughs> do you have a tissue right here box tissues um no i'll just i'll just get you one we're not, we're not we're just gonna cut all this out or leave it hey hey podcast just you and me now he's gone how you been been good i missed you <laughs> welcome back <laughs> no one's ever far from a box of tissues And there's a bin right there. Thank you, my man. No, it's featured now. <laughs> it's featured. <laughs> no, we're just smash cut back, and there's a box of tissue. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> no, no, we're You had something on your phone to show me. Resync, three, two, clap. I didn't stop recording. Smart. All right. Mm -hmm. As promised, we have some am I the asshole questions. And also, we can let this tangent a little bit because um, I have some side notes that I want to make while okay. we read the questions. Yep, yep, yep. So, I have one um here called am i the asshole for expecting my date to cover the cleaning costs of a dress he ruined interesting very interesting lead-in mm. i 27 female am in a bit of a dilemma and could really use some advice mm -hmm. i've been seeing a guy for a couple of months and we decided to go to a nice high-end restaurant for a date. Initially, I was going to wear a nice dark blue dress that I like to wear out, but he asked me to wear a different white dress that I had shown him once as it matched his outfit. Okay. Already, oh, I've never ha had a guy ask me this, she added in brackets. Yeah. I already am a bit... <laughs> Um, preemptive about that decision to ask can you wear this like I like to match when when um, I go out with mm. with people like like with my um, partners over the years and my fiance now mm. we do like to coordinate our shit because it's fun to wear similar sort of matching shit you know? yeah it's good to also look like a couple yeah 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 We've been together for years. This is months. It seems a little bit possessive, in my opinion. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. If you wanted to match, he should match to her blue dress. Absolutely. 
and surprise her with it. Like, oh, look, oh, we're back. And that leads into the next part. Okay, go for it. Because it also points out the fact, the practicality of wearing white when you go out, Mm. which if you remember the title, continue. (laughs) The white dress in question was a gift from my late grandmother and was quite expensive. So I was reluctant but agreed and just asked that we didn't go anywhere after where I might spill something on it or otherwise mess it up. He mentioned clubbing um, to risk messing the... He he mentioned clubbing after dinner, uh, which is why I said that I didn't want to risk messing it up. Mm. And he said that we could go out for dinner and then I could change before um, doing anything else. So already that's a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, yeah, this dude's being a pain. I think that um, there's another couple of bits, but I'm going to jump in here as well, do like a dissection as I read it. Yeah. To just lay out my initial thoughts as I read it. I think that this Redditor is already being too like accommodating. Like Mm. instead of just being like, look, it's a pain in the ass to wear the thing that you want me to wear because we're going to then have to go get changed. I'm going to be worried about spilling shit on it mm. the whole time. Can't we just fucking you wear your blue shirt instead of your white one so we match with that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. But so far, it's not a fucking disaster. However... The evening took a turn for the worse when he accidentally spilled his red wine all over the dress. He had gotten an unexpected call, and when he tried to quickly mute his ringer, it sounds like a um, like a like a sex act. <laughs> yeah, dude, she fucking muted me ringer. His elbow hit the glass and spilled it all over the lap area of my dress before I could react. It was completely drenched and stained. He was unapologetic at the time and tried to be cool about it, but inside I was devastated, especially because I had mentioned specifically how I wanted to be careful wearing it. Mm. Later, I mentioned mentioned to him that the dress was very expensive and asked if he'd be willing to help with the cost of cleaning and or replacing it. I feel like the person that spilled the wine is just hoping that, like, that question doesn't come up. You know how, like, yeah. some people are just like, oh, if I don't offer to pay for it and she doesn't ask, then fucking. So I think that this Redditor has done the right thing in, like, actually bringing it up. Like, ah. Oh. So uh, I'm probably going to have to get this cleaned. What do you, you know, (laughs) want to do about that? Yeah, yeah. To my surprise, he got quite defensive. He argued that it was an accident and that I was being unreasonable for expecting him to pay for something like that. And that it it was my fault for wearing it knowing that it could have happened. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 nope, Mm-mm. nope. That dude's an asshole. <laughs> so the last, the last bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a matter of principle. Yes, it was an accident, but the dress is ruined and I was extremely, it was extremely sentimental to me, not to mention a, a valuable dress. Mm. He thinks I'm being... Um, materialistic and making a big deal out of nothing now i'm not sure how to feel about this reaction am i the arsehole for expecting him to cover the cost no no absolutely not that dude's an asshole like there there are levels to that all right number one he was being super weird and possessive and controlling and deciding what she could wear right number one that's a red flag number two like he could have easily just worn a blue shirt yeah 
you know. For 100 bucks, which is the cleaning cost, he could have bought a shirt and kept it after. Yeah. Is the cleaning cost only 100 Uh She mentioned that it was about 100 bucks. Well, then bloody hell, pay the fucking cleaning cost. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, uh, the guy's an a-hole. Um, I have two things I want to add to this. Go for it. And a conclusion mm-hmm. to sum up my thoughts. I'm with you on that so far. I have something to add, though. I feel like mm-hmm. some of these feelings were not conveyed back to the dude adequately. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it was just like, oh, like it wasn't like hesitant externally. Like internally, it was like, I don't know, it's my uh, grandma's thing. But she just was like a pleaser and just wanted to be like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll wear that. Like, you know, it's going to be a bit of a hassle. I've got to go get changed. But like, it totally matches your outfit. Like just trying to like... Mm. Um, I'm going to just, like, fucking um, take the leap and just diagnose here some, <laughs> um, like, um, what's it? I feel like early in the relationship, this Redditor is scared to, like, um, to, like, set a bad impression. Mm. So, like, is a little bit over um compensating for like wanting to be um everything to be perfect so i think so first point is i don't think some of those concerns were like conveyed adequately which is also why the reaction was kind of like making a big deal out of everything out of this because all the like pre-thought wasn't conveyed back like the Mm. dilemma that was going on in the head before that yeah definitely we don't really know how hard she can fade. It didn't really mention it in the thing. Um, yeah. But, like, if the dress was that sentimental, you could have put your foot down. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it's it's three months in a relationship. If he's going to be a psycho about it, then forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just ditch him. But, yeah, like, he's an arsehole. She should have put her foot down, basically. Yeah. yeah that That dude... So the second part mm. that I wanted to mention mm-hmm. was, um, and basically my conclusion, do you know what, cause we all have clumsy moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always. What, who the fuck doesn't have their phone on silent? all the time what a psycho (laughs) yeah already like that's i'm basing this whole thing on the fact that that fucking weirdo uses his ringer yeah it's a good what are you fucking iron man (laughs) no one needs someone that desperately that you need to hear your phone ring just that's true get a missed call call the person back like a normal person Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you're at fucking dinner keep it on silent but guess what I haven't taken my phone off silent in a long time. Nope. I feel like um, the default is silent. Yeah, yeah. And when I go to, like, dinner or a movie, it's on to, like, do not disturb mode. Yeah. That's the fucking normal thing to do. That's the protocol. Uh, you know, I self-diagnosed... I, I died in self... I've still yet to do this, do that. I'm diagnosing some dependency issues here, like the pleasing thing. But also I'm going to say this dude, fucking ego, I reckon. Mm. Because he like all important with his fucking phone on loud. Yeah, yeah. We all know that fuckhead in the restaurant that has yeah. his phone on loud, that drinks red wine. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, and he has She's to have She's 27. Like... Who the fuck drinks? Yeah, and he's probably, you know, it's like, oh, his nice shirt, his nice outfit, his... He's got money, that's why she's Mm. trying to be accommodating for him. Yeah, he's definitely got money. Yeah. He's got his phone on, he's probably in business or something, he's probably a work phone. Some business fuck. We unpacked this shit. That dude is definitely like some Wall Street type dude. You know, Mm. Wolf of Wall Street wannabe cunt. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got his... In reality, he's like a crypto bro. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that explains the, like, entitlement as well. Like, I'll you just wear that other... Like, how about you wear that fucking dress? I know that matches my shirt. Like, mm. the entitlement of mm. just being like... I fucking, I'm the breadwinner here. But yeah. then he was a stingy cunt when it comes to paying for it. Yeah, definitely. Good. Because oh, he, he acts like he has money, but he doesn't. That is literally the um, the the full breakdown of it. And mm. the conclusion. What do you think? That's good. I think we solved her problems. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. She, she needs to stand up link. for himself and he's an asshole. <laughs> also, I'll, I'll just post the link on the Reddit thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, um, and for once in my life, mm -hmm. I took the long one. I'm giving you the shorter one. Oh. This is your, uh, am I the asshole? <clears throat> question. Am I the asshole for wanting my stepdaughter's friend to go home? So my 16 female stepdaughter has had her friend over for four days. I wasn't even consulted about the length of her stay in the first place. I asked my husband on the third day, when is she going home? He said, tomorrow maybe, I don't know. So the fourth day comes around and I asked him again. He says, I don't know, I'll have to ask my daughter. I just simply stated to him that I would like her to go now, it's been four days. I feel like it's been long enough to stay and that she should go. He said that it's up to his daughter when she leaves. I said, no, it is up to us, the parents. So he leaves to the garage and I go about my day. He comes back in less than five minutes to argue with me about it. I just say that I've had enough of the visit and that four days is enough. We argue for like five minutes and then he leaves for at least two to two and a half hours. So I out for a walk. I'm guessing she meant to say I go out for a walk in the conservation area near our home. And he comes to find me and tell me that the girl overheard our conversation and left in a taxi when his daughter got home from work. Both of my stepdaughters have been going back and forth to work for at least three of the days that the friend has been here. So now my husband won't have anything to do with me. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Here's initial thoughts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tell me yours. Well, there's stepdaughters and they're 16 years old, right? She hasn't mentioned how long she's been married to the dude, but I'm guessing not long. Because if this is the first time this has popped up. Yeah. And she's 16. And they have their own jobs, right? Yeah. So I'm guessing... Hmm, she's right to be annoyed and being able to say something about it. But it, the, if the daughter's isn't like there's two stepdaughters we don't know how big the house is but i'm gonna guess pretty large if they can have another person over and a garage yeah and the garage so near a nature reserve near a nature reserve yeah so we've got two daughters both of them teenagers with their own jobs right mm -hmm. and a, fa a father who he, he's a single father not anymore he remarried right i'm guessing this isn't the first time they've had friends over for long periods of time oh. and that their friends have probably probably stayed with the daughters in their own room and they probably have their own food because they're teenagers mm. i can see why she's annoyed and she had the right to talk about it but she definitely shouldn't have argued about it where anyone can hear yeah yeah you we've all had that one friend who stays over for too long absolutely does not fuck off yeah all right but it's it's not even her house really yeah yeah but do you know what you do when you talk about that person go somewhere else you do these ones you look over your fucking shoulder and you're like all right jack how should i go about this because this fucking guy i tell you what like he fucking was he was here for four days last time it's two days but i know that he's trying to beat his previously set record <laughs> and and but also 
the worst thing and i found like a really common reoccurring trait with a lot of people that do this do mm. that usually have shitty homes um they yeah well obviously you're not going to mm. trade down yeah like you're not going to be like oh so you're going to go back to your mansion no they're not going to they don't have if they had a mansion they wouldn't be like wasting your yeah, milk yeah. so um using your toothpaste using your public flow nice mm. so public glow public flow so that is nice so um <laughs> they are always either they either choose this or it's like a um like a personality disorder are completely fucking unaware of how much they're inconveniencing everyone around them mm. have you ever just seen that person that's like not aware of themselves they're just like completely like being like a like an asshole or in the way or whatever and they're just like oh yeah like that's oh, i didn't know that i was pissing you off like you didn't think that just fucking like being at someone's house for four days would piss them off yeah yeah and i've met people like that i've had situations like that. yeah i've been looked at back at something in hindsight when we were kids i'll tell you a quick story when we were kids um a friend of ours had a pool <laughs> and every time we would go there um it would be for like like they would be like oh I'll tell you kids to bring the swimmers we're having a barbecue on saturday we went there on a random fucking like tuesday because dad needed to pick something up <laughs> but as a kid the pavlovian response I bought my fucking swimmers because I'm mm. like, hey, we're going to that person's house. And every time I've gone there, we've had a swim. Mm. We pull up out the front of the house. I'm like, Dad, can you open the boot? And he's like, um, what for? And I'm like, I just need to grab my swimmers. Dad was like, mate, we're just dropping in real quick to grab something. We're not there to swim. Yeah. And I was like, oh... I would have been the asshole <laughs> <You would've laughs> and like in hindsight i'm like yeah anyway but you know th that wasn't a fucking tell that maybe i'm on the spectrum <laughs> <laughs> he's fine <laughs> like if i had a kid that was just like oh we're going to that dude's house let me grab my swimmers so like mm, we might need to get that so <laughs> But yeah, which I also, which is why I said personality disorder, because sometimes people that like are in the spectrum don't realize that they're like putting people out. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, back to the thing. Yeah. You always just have those conversations in private. Why? I'm going to, I always have my like initial thoughts just based on the information and then i have what i call my hail mary play which is like i just fully diagnose exactly like mm. why this whole thing the underlying issue right do you want to hear my hail mary uh sure american beauty you reckon it's an american beauty scenario dad's got a crush on the fucking friends on the daughter's friend interesting like a creepy fucking hopefully never does anything about it but just like the mere presence is a fantasy because he's a weird fuck right right but then why would the girl want to hang around for four days around the creepy dude because she's like a 16 year old fucking lamb to the slaughter and doesn't realize that like the dad's a fucking predator uh... she's like oh mr jessup's really nice or whatever the guy is yeah he's got money in our fictional scenario yeah he yeah, has a nice house such and... a nice place better than my deadbeat parents i'm never going back to that house yeah he even like you know lets me fucking swim in his pool <laughs> 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 i brought my swimmers around <laughs> <laughs> no that's my that's my hail mary play i reckon that that's why he's like defensive about it because mm. he's just like nah that you think she's hot like, i didn't say that you know <laughs> <laughs> That's my Hail Mary play. Here's what I reckon it is. This is it. I reckon she's newly married into the group, right? And she's trying to establish some sort of authority. Like, because that was the crux of the argument 
that it's the parents' decision when the children remove when when the when the guest goes home. Yeah. We don't know the living arrangements, but for all we know, the daughters who have their own jobs, and this girl probably has her own job, are feeding themselves. They're staying out of her way. She probably never even... There's a good chance she never even sees them. Hmm. This could be a establishing dominance thing. New to the family. This is how it should be. Feels inadequate. Maybe, yeah, as well. Like this... this, I'm the, the mother of the house. I'm the parent. It's like... Yeah. You're not the parent there's really. always going to be that dynamic with step parents though yeah yeah um i, I want to play out a scenario mm. um <laughs> i'm i'm the um i'm the 16 year old daughter you're the mum. tell me to leave i'm not telling the daughter to leave the no friend the, the friend yeah go Hey, sweetie, how you doing? What do you want? <laughs> Already coming hard. <laughs> I just noticed that um, Stacy's been here for the past couple of days. Uh, when is she heading off? Oh, we haven't really set a date. I haven't really set a date. Okay, um, is she planning on paying rent because we're riding a little bit low on utilities here? <laughs> oh, I thought that, like, it's like you knew the dude you fucking was paying for that. <laughs> Now that, sweetie, that's your father, okay? And I'm your mother now. You can't speak to me that way. <laughs> this is getting weird. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. I thought that you were, you were my mum, and he was the stepdad. Yeah, no, no, my dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't know. Like, are you paying rent, or how are you staying here? Because you're kind of a guest in our house as well. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> she's been the fear. The stepmother is frozen in terror. Um, <laughs> nah, just it loses it, screams, leaves. <laughs> uses flee. flee. Uses flee. Flee. Run, 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 Runs to the dad. Your daughter just said these things to me. <laughs> How funny is that? Like, play though? Yeah. I thought, like, but you're kind of like a guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck what a funny way to fucking wrap that one up yeah destruction yeah no i reckon here's my like we've said this in the past it's Mm. um jackal and hide you've got like your hide response and your jackal response my cool calm collected response to this like all jokes aside is literally just i think that um the father needs to be more receptive to like a constructive conversation instead of just blowing up about like absolutely and just being like all right so what would you think is the best way to handle this or like what yeah why do you feel like that way yeah have a conversation about it yeah yeah Yeah. away from prying ears i tell you what probably um won't really help Mm posting it on reddit and then reread it and then we break it down and like th- that doesn't help it helps us it, it doesn't, doesn't really that. that person didn't get no much. she needs to communicate except for every fucking problem we've ever like looked into mm. has always had an underlying issue of like you just need to communicate better yeah communication communication it's the key isn't it communication is the key um relationships don't work if people don't communicate or you can but there's always going to be underlying resentment that you didn't say something and it will fester if you never say something it's gonna fester it won't go away on its own yeah it will slowly bubble under the surface until you hit a breaking point and that's why you're dr jackal and i'm (laughs) Marky Hyde. Marky Hyde, Dr. Jackal. Because you got the cool, calm, collected, and I've got the... <laughs> the deranged response. <laughs> and I've got the... But you're like a guest in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that <fucking>. poor mother. 
Yeah, I know. And, and we, we assume they haven't been married long. For all we know, they've been married for 15 years. And yeah, then... but they kind of behave years either at the start of the relationship or the fucking, the, the, the rough end of a relationship. Exactly, that kind yeah. of behavior is something you either do early on when you haven't learned how to communicate or at the end where you've tried everything and you're fucking given up on communication. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that wraps up the episode. That's oh, our fucking, that's our, that's our um, final bit on the show another episode of advice with dr jackal and marky hi that is nice yeah dog this is nice so <laughs> thanks everyone for, for tuning in um and we'll make sure you check it out check out my website markycomedy.com buy some merch be a sick cunt and i'll see you next time cheers see you everybody don't buy me a drink just name names yeah, so yeah right big time you're a strip club with your floppy disk yeah, you got a big beard dude shame for shit all day me and my best friend marky worthington <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it simple man. count your money that they're not proud of just give me 10 bucks all right click did you hang up no i just said click